Good evening, and welcome to We Don't Talk About. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. As you were. Hi. <laughs> Are we doing that one now? It's fine. No, you were great. I'm so sorry. It just came out. It's <laughs> so good. Good evening. Welcome to We Don't Talk About Brexit. Good evening, and welcome to We Don't Talk About Brexit. Tonight's stories are: Michael is a massive hypocrite. Minnesota residents are off their tits. Massive moth invasion. And goats gone wild. But first, the theme music. Hello! And welcome back after Mark. <laughs> only. <laughs> the composer he is the only listener we have. <laughs> and welcome back. Today I have a very special guest. Um... <laughs> I'm dead! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, German. German. <laughs> a, no. good, a good start. Um, I thought you were trying to say good target. Uh, good, good, good. Well, anyway, hello and welcome back to We Don't Talk. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> really posh. <laughs> welcome back, back. Welcome back to We Don't Talk About Brexit. Um, so this is like a, you know. Sort of weekly podcast where me and me three mates um, discuss funny stories that aren't uh, the worst thing that's ever going to happen to Britain. <laughs> uh, each week, we four people bring you funny stories um, that aren't related to Brexit, and we tell them, and then we vote at the end who told the funniest, least Brexity, most lighthearted story. And uh, who are we all? Because it's been a it's been a season. This is season three. I'm Michael Cook. I'm George Trier. I'm Natasha Kondrashova. And I'm Katie Moncaster. Never said my surname before. <laughs> Ever? As in on the podcast. It sounds weird because it's a long. You have, but you've only shouted it in a very strong <laughs> Russian accent where no one could understand it. Did I? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Let us begin the podcast proper. Um, and I will start with this week's first story. So, before beginning this, um, I want you guys to know that you know Vice magazine. Mm-hmm. Ah. Well, they have an entire separate magazine called Munchies that only discusses food-related crimes. Oh, wow. Mm. It's very specific. Very vice. Very vice it is, yes. Um, mm. It's especially weird because the whole section is very tongue-in-cheek, no matter what the crime is. This kind of plays into Tongue-in-cheek, this- cheek, very good. Food. Food. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't eat a tongue. Well, or even a cow's tongue. They say that's really nice. And also you can eat pig's cheeks. So you could buy a cow's tongue and pig's cheeks yeah. burger. And it could be you actually cheese. can, though. Ooh, that sounds really chewy. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I haven't ever done that. Apparently tongue's quite tender. Actually. Sounds awful. Now, oh, you <laughs> fucking asshole. You can get that in a burger, Quality too. content. You can get that in a burger, too. Yeah, the... F- <laughs> You don't live here anymore, George. Uh, no, I, I'm about to criticise Vice here 
but I'm also about to do exactly what they did. Because I feel like the content of this story is quite dire, but the way they tell the story in the actual article is quite lighthearted, but obviously we're a comedy podcast, <laughs> so I'm also about to tell the it same thing. in the exact same way. So my story is called Sharky Attack. Mm. Maria Conlon was last seen outside of her house in January 2015. Do you know this story, Katie? No, it's just that I feel like you said last seen, and I'm just worried. So yes, she was last seen outside of her house in January 2015, or at least that's what the neighbours say. No one can be exactly sure at the exact date. Hmm. In October 2017, the police broke in to find that she had been dead for approximately two years. Oh. Nobody, oh, no. nobody had known about her death. Nobody, except for Robert Sharkey. A shark. <laughs> Why? Why did he know? Because he done it. You think he did a murder? He, he, done, he done her in. He done a murder. He done a murder on her. An animal. He's an animal. <laughs> With a surname. <laughs> it happens, sometimes do. happens, but... He was <laughs> slowly feeding on her. <laughs> so, either, a, either like a cat called Robert Sharky <laughs> eating the animal, or some sort of zombie who stumbled his way in. <laughs> yup. Uh, George, you don't have to have an answer. I don't know why I let these two get away with us. I mean, it's not going to be right, I have, is it? I have little faith in George. <laughs> I think if it, if, it, if it, it might be something to do with, like, an online chat or something, like she mm. said something online, he, he found out but maybe thought it was a joke, uh, but it turns out it's 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 real. He's like, ha-ha, what are you like? I see what you're saying. Oh! I've got another idea, sorry. Is he a cleaner? Has he been coming out cleaning the house? How long have just been like... Oh, He's yeah. been cashing in. You should probably get a shower, look. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, this could be performance art. I'll leave it. Yeah. So, this isn't actually why, but there are very good answers. Um, I'll also give you a bit of context. Whilst it's entirely possible for somebody older to be comfortable with online chats, I think you once you know that she's in her 60s or was in her 60s then it becomes less likely that that would sure. be the case so she was an old lady okay. um rob robert sharkey is accused of breaking into conlon's home and stealing a large amount of items <gasps> and her credit cards mm. now if you're a petty thief oh that's how he knew by the way so he broke in um and mm. found her dead and then um did nothing did nothing, did not inform the police. I suppose he can't really, because he's broken in. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, well, it looks like he's, mm. he's, done, he's done it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, sure. Now, if you're a petty thief or burglar, and you know somebody's dead who won't be found for some time, you let's say you're a, you're a psychopath. What do you steal? What are you What are you going to do? What are your... What are your? Because I just told you steal the credit cards, but what items do you think he also steals? Owl. <laughs> Handbags, owls, snakes. <laughs> The, the, the trifecta yeah. of thief targets. Wow, we're going to make our own version of Monopoly. And this <laughs> will be really TVs. weird. I'll buy I'll buy a snake for four hundred. <laughs> that's the that's the property I, you want to buy. I buy a snake. To, the property you want to buy <laughs> is upon snake. a small animal's back. <laughs> yes. that's like Whitechapel, but is that where is that the four hundred dollar? It's expensive. Yeah, Mayflower. No, Mayflower. Mayfair. Mayfair. Mayflower's the Chinese restaurant that I love to go to. It's really good. It's so yeah. good. It's on Duke Street. Get down there. <laughs> really good deals are up until five in the morning. And there's karaoke upstairs. It's fantastic. So what do you think? I know he, what you mean, actually. Mm, it's pretty good. What do you think he steals? Maybe. You think handbags, snakes, and owls? You think just owls? Think? <laughs> well. Initially, I thought clip-on earrings, but then I thought maybe more everyday items because she's dead, so she doesn't need them. Food, toilet paper. Oh, 
That's a good one. Because mm, you think, ah, uh, might as well. Mm, she's not going to be using it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't steal any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, I know what I've written the first thing, but I don't know what the second thing I've written is. Try read out. Um, he stole batteries, which I can, I can read. Okay. Um, what do you think this says? Mag. <laughs> Marge? Mug. Mugs. He stole Mug. mugs. That was it. That was it. Yeah, he stole mugs. Thank you, Because I was just like, Madge. <laughs> he stole Madge. He stole, Not he, Madge. He stole some... He stole, he stole some mugs. He stole fifty pounds, and then he stole her credit card. Also down there, it just says mug. So <laughs> she's a bit of a mug, isn't she? No, she's she's, she's dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh no, we can only assume he did. Uh, he did, he did with the. <laughs> oh, can we? <laughs> we can only assume what he did with the batteries and the mugs, uh, but with the. With <laughs> <laughs> Make a battery mug. Oh, I pour my tea and cold, and it warms up. Um, I don't know. But with the with the credit card, he bought six thousand pounds worth of Domino's pizza wow. or Domino's a pizza. <laughs> and I did the maths on this. Yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> Domino's uh, regular pricing on a deal is about twenty quid for like a good amount of food. Well, like, too know, much too, for too much food. So that's three weeks. Uh, three per week. <laughs> so it's a very expensive economy. Three weeks worth of dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> they are so expensive. <laughs> nine dominoes. Or nine dominoes. <laughs> three per week for three weeks. I managed to spend £6,000. <laughs> <laughs> and they tell me that fat food is an addictive. I'll, I'll have the gold mm. pizza, please. <laughs> the children on it. <laughs> I'll have the rubies as a topping, please. <laughs> no, so he had three per week for uh, since since around October twenty. Oh no, sorry, since about January twenty fifteen to now, or when he was caught, which hmm. isn't now. Uh, three thousand two hundred seventy-five pounds worth of Sainsbury's food. Uh, wow. Sainsbury only Sainsbury's. <laughs> he only likes own brand. <laughs> I may be a burglar, but I only like taste the difference. <laughs> £1,030 wow. of credit for his phone. Nice. Don't know who Fair does enough. that these days. When you just get a contract. Well, not when you've got money from uh. dead ladies. <laughs> and then finally, £285 to pay his power. Uh, like his gas oh, that's so that's a, not a lot those are all quite useful for, I'm like kind of like impressed. Hey, I mean, him? it's despicable but I'm impressed he's 24 <laughs> he's now he's making a living yeah <laughs> nobody's seen 9 to 5 <laughs> he's 24 now uh, so could have been 21 when he started uh, out of uni maybe that's what I've asked but I don't really know the answer to that but if he is out of uni what do students have to say about this leave us a comment in the Wherever. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what you're all gonna do when you finish uni? Classic student. Yeah, but I, I just um, <laughs> I feel like what he must be is an opportunistic thief who is just a bit of a psychopath as well. But it's interesting <laughs> to see what he spent the money on, which is just weird. Like just dominoes. Just like he had all this money and was so uninspired a human being that he... And and usually they would like blow it really quickly to try and like not leave as much of a trail, but 
He, <laughs> he really. Got, he was like, I'm going to form a nice strong habit for the police. <laughs> <laughs> I tell, no, I tell you what, though, that's a good thing to do because if you spent like, oh, I bought a Mercedes, like immediately people would be like, mm. where the hell have you got the money from to buy mm. a Mercedes? Like clearly the way, you know, he shops at Sainsbury's and all his Domino's, mm. you know, <laughs> clearly the way he lives isn't like, he's not shopping at Waitrose, is he? Yeah. So. That's how you, you know. Didn't go that that's far. how you know. If, he's, yeah. if you could afford a Mercedes, that's very short. Probably or a Waitrose, yeah. Harrods. Harrods? <laughs> To buy groceries. No. What can you buy? It's always good when you don't even know whether <laughs> it's Harrods or Harrods. Sir, if you have to ask what we sell, you can't afford it. <laughs> no, really, they sell caviar and Harrods. We fill the stuffed toys with caviar. <laughs> <laughs> For the more well-to-do oh, child. Oh, that is disgusting if you think Ooh. about it. But that's my story. And a nice round ten minutes it was, too. Good for you. Very good, Alex. Very good. Well done. And so, the second story of the week. Yes, yes. Um, so, Minnesota residents are Minnesota. off their tits. It's a, it's a story about... Minnesota. Classic Minnesota. What are they like? I know I have become an old person. <laughs> Is Minnesota an old state? I don't know. I, I know. No, it's America. It's a young country. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even have... Just From cradle to grave, they're barely infants. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me the caviar, Teddy. You mean out of my insides? <laughs> I love that Teddy has a voice. Like they can not only afford to stuff him full of caviar, oh, but also oh, make him alive. Right. Sorry. I, 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 no, I get it, but I didn't realise you weren't. I didn't realise you were the caviar Teddy. I, I also you, didn't. I thought it just happened. Ta- I thought you were Tash offering yeah. a caviar teddy bear from your own side. She's been known to do that. You know. It's one okay. of my hobbies. So Minnesota, young place, full of, full of, full of teddies. Follow caviar, um, but there's been good humour from the from the Gilbert Police Department uh, mm. because a lot of people have phoned in to complain about a certain kind of resident. Uh, who do you think they have been inundated with complaints about? Smelly residents. <laughs> smelly residents. <laughs> they might have been a bit smelly. It's quite cold in Minnesota, though, isn't it? Not that that changes too much. <laughs> the smell doesn't carry as much on a, on a cold wind, I exactly, guess. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 And um, cav- cadavers don't... Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not cadavers, I'm afraid. Um, is it the dead? It's not cadavers, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, <but is> it- <laughs> what about... Um, oh, shit, what are they called? Um, the anti-living. What about them, George? It's not... I'm just going to work my way back. What about the elderly? <laughs> it's not Who cadavers, have I'm recently afraid. stopped being alive. <laughs> Uh, it's a bit more specific than dead people. Or the youths. The youths. The youths. The um, They'd be kind of young, but it's not specifically. Is it, is it people smoking something that smells bad? It's not related to smell. Oh, is it an animal? It is an animal. Ah, I knew it's it. A, it's a certain kind of animal. It's an animal. Seagull. Walrus. Not specifically a seagull. Flying animal. It's is flying animal. <laughs> it is tits. But but why? why tits everywhere. Why, why are tits getting on people's tits? They're just singing That's why all they the time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my boobies have returned. <laughs> get away! Get away! Just get away. Wait, hang on. I need to send a letter. <laughs> Let me just take off my boobies and put the letter in between and release them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> that was wings. <laughs> that was a pair of boobies with wings. <laughs> uh, I would imagine that would be the sad. Is it because they've been eating everyone's crops? 
Boobies. <laughs> The boobies. The boobies, the boobies are like a bird in the jungle, I think, by the way. So um, where's the tip? What's wrong with people? <laughs> and finally, my favourite bird, the great big breast. <laughs> the Robin Redbreast. True, true. Mm. Eating your crops. <laughs> Berries? I don't know. It's, it's, it, is, it is basically uh, that they've been eating berries, but very specific berries in a very specific way. Uh, basically, <gasps> nibbling strawberries. <laughs> People have been complaining about these birds and they're eating strawberries, but they're not, not even eating, eating them. them properly. <laughs> Go on. Are they Good. gorging on goji berries? <laughs> Sorry. They're not gorging on goji berries. Oh. Um, I don't. I don't know what kind of berries grow in Minnesota. I'm not gonna lie. Because it's cold. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason I don't know. What? Basically, in Minnesota, police have been inundated of complaints about drunk birds. Ooh. Oh, because the berries become <gasps> fertilized. In- <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> All, the, all <laughs> the pregnant fruit is getting too much for the Stop birds. impregnating the fruit! Few perverted tits. I like to I, I like um, fermented with a baby. <laughs> I thought of a No, never mind. Ah, yeah, look at that fermented human. Put it away. They are kind of pickled and you know. <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, and then you feel like we're going back to Michael's yeah. story about how they found it. Oh dear. So they ferment. <laughs> human beings. So the the people ferment and the, and the tits eat them, and they've been <laughs> the people. Undate, the people and the, the the Gilbert Police Department have been inundated with uh, complaints about them. Uh, it's led to quite a funny. Uh, Report being given by the Gilbert Police Department. I'm just going to read it in full. Uh, mm-hmm. The Gilbert Police Department has received several reports of birds that appear to be under the influence, mm-hmm. flying into windows, cars, and acting confused. Oh, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I, I like the people are phoning the police because they're just sort of worried about the birds as well, which is quite nice. I hope so, rather than just, like, flying into a windscreen. Mm. The reason behind this occurrence is that certain berries we have in our area have fermented earlier than usual due to an early frost, which in turn has expedited the fermenting process. Uh... Blah, 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 blah. I said I was going to read it in full, but it's a bit dry. Unlike yeah. the berries. Come on, Gilbert Police. Throw <laughs> some adjectives in there. However, we would like to call the Gilbert Police Department if you'd see the following. Heckle and Jekyll, walking around being boisterous or playing practical jokes. Woodstock pushing Snoopy off the doghouse for no apparent reason. <laughs> the roadrunner jumping in and out of traffic on Main Street. Big Bird operating a motor vehicle in, unsafe, in an unsafe manner. Angry birds laughing and giggling uncontrollably and appearing to be happy. Tweety acting as if ten feet tall and getting into confrontations with cats and any other birds after midnight with Taco Bell items. Holy wow. shit. They were just like, how many <laughs> pop culture references regarding that birds? Was so intense. Literally. Yeah. Literally. How sarcastic can we be before people stop calling <laughs> Phoning us, like, yeah. Oh, there's been a robbery. Derek, Derek. I'm a I, drunk bird. I, I know. Well, again, Yorkshire accents for American places. <laughs> 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 it used to be that way when the first settlers went over. Yeah, so it's okay. Historically. They all over from that there London. They went London. back to Yorkshire. Thank you very much. Derek. And it's always Derek. Derek I realise as well we have like a suite of names. That it's we not even a Yorkshire name, is it? Derek, there's no one in Yorkshire. No one in you Yorkshire call, is called Derek. Derek, you call Des. <laughs> and that's yeah, probably it's Desmond, the rules, isn't Yorkshire it? law. Yeah. Bottom line, it's Desmond. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, <clears throat> well, yeah, he's a very sarcastic policeman. I was going to say, surely someone else in the department went up to him and was like, "Can you just say what you mean? Just say 
it's fine, leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, because they're not going to get it. Yeah, they can They'll be looking out for mm. it. Also, quite a lot of young people don't know who Tweety is, exactly. or yeah. Roadrunner yeah. is, or any... Heckle and Jekyll. You, all you're I, doing is making us seem really old. I don't yeah. know who Heckle and Jekyll are. Yeah, exactly, we, we're, that's the generation. And that's the, that's the first right? reference, exactly. and they, they, they did not start... They're trying to make the old people. You start with Roadrunner, right? That's the most iconic of the bunch. Or Angry Birds, because I'm assuming that I'm out of date and the kids are right. Yeah, but also maybe it's probably not the kids ringing up being like, ah, oh, these birds are pissed. It's probably the adults. It's, probably it's old definitely people the adults. That have nothing better to do. Well, somebody sorry. think of the children. These birds are drunk. <laughs> when you say you've got a drunk bird, it means something different over here, doesn't it? When you got when you got a pissed bird. Pissed doesn't mean uh, drunk over there. It means angry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But, so what do you think? Other than people uh, complaining to the police department, what, how have people been reacting to drunk birds uh, getting in the Shooting way? Shooting each other. <laughs> it is America, after all. Oh, no. Childish Gambino's new song. It's just, this is America again, but with birds everywhere. <laughs> but with references to, like, 80s bird-related cartoons. Mm-hmm. Have people been trying to get them sober? Just, like, coffee. shoving water in their face. In a really sort of cute way, yeah. They've, they've g- been given advice, and there's been, like, public notices about putting birds in, like, dark little rooms um, <laughs> so, that, so they can sober up in, in, in the quiet... In the quiet and dark spaces that you'd have if, if you've got a hangover. But no one knows how birds sober up. But no one knows how they experience being drunk or have hangovers. Yeah. So. Maybe they love it. So Maybe you're saying they're doing it. this is an opportunity for a social experiment? Yes. <laughs> Always. Absolutely. Well, yeah. monkeys do it. Monkeys purposely get drunk, don't they? Mm. Yeah. Monkeys and some, and Squirrels! There was an article, I maybe even did on this programme, um, about squirrels, like, eating... Uh, a specific berry that yeah, ferments yeah. in their stomachs. Yeah. So what was the killing of a squirrel? Get the berry that has fermented in their stomach. No. No. They put it in their. I'm own gonna drink stomach. Greg. <laughs> no. As in, they know the berries that ferment in their stomach, and they go for them. Do you think being drunk is worse for an animal? That's don't get me wrong. I cherish all animals, but. Human beings are like relatively, on average, quite clever. So when we get <laughs> yeah. drunk, it does it does it hurt us more because we can feel the the change in our intelligence and our actions, or is it worse for animals where they have a lower level of intelligence anyway? For like a bird who has a very low level of like it's a set of actions and maybe some emotions. But they can't understand the process it's they, happening to us. Like whereas we know, like we yeah. know, oh, I'm drinking alcohol that makes get... me drunk. Whereas birds are probably just like what the fuck is happening. But also the whole point on alcohol is that you start sort of forgetting things. You start sort of detaching from it, which is a lot of the time why when people get really quite drunk, they keep drinking, not talking from experience. They're like, they forget, someone's like, oh, are you drunk? And you're like, no. No. you drunk anything. Yeah, give me another... 12 beers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and humans have have the capacity to be hungover and and, and regret what they did last night, whereas I reckon for these birds, they're just like, I was having a great time. Oh, yeah, fun. but also they say anxieties. The anxiety that comes with a hangover is chemical. But do you think that, you know, the way human beings become uh-huh. more confident and their inhibitions drop when... I say this like we're not humans. <laughs> humans. When we get drunk and stuff. Exactly. They drop. Inhibitions drop. I, uh, I've had a beer and a half. <laughs> 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 um, the, the birds also get, like, more flirty and stuff like that. I mean, they just start, like, showing their plumage to everyone. <laughs> They're just like, hey, you. Look at my plumage. You're like, badger, here's... Some plumage? No, sorry, cat. Little bird cones draped over every statue they can find. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but they're so tiny. <laughs> Welcome I back mean, to birds. 
They're so tiny. <laughs> the only thing I'm thinking is, how intense is this alcohol? Because their livers are only small. Exactly, yeah. That's basically, it, not, it's not very intense alcohol at all. Their livers are very small and they get drunk really quick. They're lightweights. <laughs> they're just lightweights. If they were on the Peroni, <laughs> they'd be smashed. They'd be smashed. <laughs> but they do drink beer, I've seen it. <laughs> really? Just had like a holding own... a pint. <laughs> One bird I think could take it is, I reckon a seagull could outdrink a man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, an ostrich could outdrink a man, though. <laughs> and I think they'd be an fine. Ostrich, yeah. An ostrich, for sure. Um, so, birds get pissed. That's my story. It's great. Really it's That's a well good done. story. Me. All right. Thank you. Well, uh, I'll continue from one uh, beast of nature to another. <laughs> Can anyone guess what possible beast of nature my story is about? Is it about? Um, <laughs> is it about tabby cats? No. Uh, A mothe. I don't know. Beast of yeah. nature. Is it? Is it? Is it? Man's lack of foresight. In a way. Okay, great. Yes. Where are my points? That's not how this game's. No. That's not how it works, George. The Griffon Piff. So the article I'm looking at is quite straightforwardly called um, Massive Moth Cloud t- Takes Over French Town. That's all settled already. Yeah. So. Takes over. It's like, it sounds like a power yeah. villain. <laughs> Like, is it local government? <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a moth governor has been installed. Uh, <laughs> CIA. Moth senior. Monsieur <laughs> <laughs> Moth, you have your meeting at 1055. Let me drink this sugar water first. <laughs> moth senior, why were you late to the meeting? Oh, I thought I had to go to work it. <laughs> I finally veered myself away with... You know, very good self-restraint. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, this is why. <laughs> I feel like this is why Europe's given up on us. <laughs> <laughs> because they've been taken over by moths. Oh my god! <laughs> moths hate us. Can I'm you imagine? You. I don't think this is too political, but if the if the people touting Brexit is a good thing, just for like. We're go- right, we're just going to grow completely out of left field. We're going to claim that moths have taken over Europe, and that's why we need to leave. Tomorrow morning, we need to put that headline out. Oh, no, I don't. Don't give them ideas. They'll do it. They'll use it. We, we have to leave the EU, because the, the moths are coming. Moths are everywhere. Well, actually, this moth... It's paid um, 350 million pounds. through the borders, despite the fact they can just fly. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, Brexit will stop the moths. Don't say moths, you can't come in, we're not part of the EU anymore. And the moths are like, oh, Derek, turn back. The Brexit's happened. To be fair, if we can't afford to keep the lights on, they won't come here. That's true. We won't have any power from France anymore, so I mean... It's the idea that people make these banners saying, like, no more moths. They're all chanting and jeering. And yet the moths can't fucking comprehend what that means. And they don't care. They're going to come across regardless. Um, so this moth is actually called the... Um, it has a name. I've, I can't find the name immediately. It's called the box something. Boxwood. 
The boxwood moss. I thought you meant there was because yeah, I had begun to believe that our story was true. <laughs> that was your story, and I was like, "There's one really politically savvy moth," and I thought you were going to tell us his the name. The box moth. <laughs> no, it's it's a species. It's the name of this type of moth. It's not one of the moths have taken over <laughs> this village in France. He's called box moth. <laughs> he's called box moth, and he's the mothiest moth of them all. Um, what I think is great about this story, though, is that it came out around the same time as the moth memes. I don't Amazing. know if anyone has has seen the moth memes. I may have treated myself. I've dabbled in a moth meme. Uh, Very I good. completely do not understand it. Like I don't get where you it's come to. from. You don't need to. But I get it. Yeah. Like, I, won't, I don't understand yeah. it, but I get it. You know. No, okay. no, no, I do. I see yeah. what you're saying. It's okay, but also there is you can find out where it's come from. It's quite funny, but anyway, um, <laughs> so I won't, I won't tell you. Um, this particular bo- <laughs> box moth, the box moth, is native to um, East Asia, and actually these these types of moth have only appeared in Europe uh, within the last ten years. In two thousand and eight, just getting global warming in it. Definitely global warming. Yeah. Um, so what has actually happened is that. Um, a horde of moths has invaded a small French town, leaving its residents, and here I think is an important point, fed up and unable to walk out at night. So yeah, um, this town, this French town, is called Oyonnax. Oyonnax. Literally, Oyonnax. there is no other way of reading this word. Okay, let's see. Oyonnax. Oyonnax. See that was that was a good way of doing it. How are you doing today? So um Oyeno has been host to thousands and thousands of boxwood moths. Uh, for the past few weeks, according to locals. And there's been a video that's been released recently, which is basically a guy standing outside his house filming what looks like a like a, like a rain cloud, but like really near to a lamppost. And it is literally just a cloud of moths. And they are quite big. Um, oh, I've got shivers down my spine. And they are, they are everywhere. Um, I think I'd be... A, like The thing is, if it was like flying ants or like mosquitoes, I'd be like, I'm not going out. But moths are kind of like small flying duvets. Well, this is what I wanted to discuss. How There are obviously plenty of people that dislike moths, but... Yeah, they're quite what, beautiful creatures. Me too. Like, what they're do they do? They're you, you you like, like, I think everyone's afraid of being outside naked, and it's just like they swarm on you. It's like... <laughs> and they leave, and you're but just there But what do they do? Naked. What do they do? Eat your clothes. They flap Off in your face, face. And, like, in your eyes. Yeah, but they get, they get hurt more by that than you do. Exactly, yeah. They hate, they this this is the point at really. which I'd like to go back to the description of the problem in the article. And there is no why other they, description. Wait, why are they there? So we think. The people? No. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone go to the beautiful Alps? <laughs> I mean, why are the moths there? Well, the but man you who... thought I meant why are the people? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually wanted to go back to the description of the problem, which is residents are fed up and unable to walk out at night. And I'm like... That's not a problem, is it? Is it a problem, or is this just a description of a random, arbitrary decision? Is there, is there no zoologist who's like, they're here because they followed a weather pattern, or...? Well, not a zoologist, but the man who posted the video, oh, which so went so viral. internet person. Or, as I like to call him, because that's his name, Gael. Gael Lecomte. Um, so Gael says, 
I'm not going to do a French accent because it's probably bad. <laughs> I'd recommend it. No. Do you want me to? No, I'll do it. Yeah, the most particularly concentrated in our village, especially at night, because of these streetlights. That's all. That's all we have to go on. It's the only place in France that has streetlights. <laughs> so. They told all the way from Asia because they, they saw streetlights in the distance and they just kept flapping. Oh man, that's just proving the flat earth exactly. theory, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe flat earth is right because, you know, the moths. It's very possible. Moths are descending, the earth's flat. Well, this, is, this is what Gael claims. This is what all the papers are quoting. So, you know, that's nice. Um... <clears throat> So Jerry Powell, who's actually an entomologist at the University of California, he specializes in moths. And he says, the thinking is that they become dazzled by the light and are somehow attracted, which again doesn't explain anything. But we just thought, that's just thing we know. Like, we know moths like light. That's in that film, A Bug's Life. Years and years of research, and that's as far (laughs) as he's got. He's just confirmed what we already knew. They seem to like the light. I've tested on many moths. Thousands of moths. I am also drawn to the light, which is why I've moved to this small village in France. This is where I start enjoying the article more, because it just goes on to talk about moths. Nothing about the town or anything else. Well, they've got Uh, nothing to go on. Exactly. Jerry continues, and this is the really heartbreaking bit. He says, I'm dubious of the idea that they're using moonlight as an orienting device in the first place. Which, you know, we all thought we knew the answer. That would probably only be done by species that migrate. But that wouldn't explain why the 50 or 70% of moths that are small and don't migrate would also use moonlight to navigate. So why do they like the lions? I just don't understand, because the, the journey from Asia is to... Is it the warmth that they like, as opposed to the light? Mm. I, I think it has to be to do with climate. I don't understand. Or maybe pollution, because there are plenty of places in Asia right now that are very populated, quite polluted, so mm. maybe they've been like... There's also plenty of places in Asia that are closer, that are very not... Yeah, you're right, they could have gone to like the Himalayas, but maybe then if you mix you, climate it... and pollution together, they were draw, drawn away from a warm place they'd like normally, but that's too polluted. And instead wanted to go to a place that under wanted. There's no want. They're moths. No. <laughs> <But> they, <laughs> there's no want. They are moths. Plan, plan a lovely holiday to France. I know. Oh no, I might they come with you, Derek. Couldn't get a flight back. I suppose the other thing is that somebody might have brought a large collection of them and accidentally released them. And they've mated and had a great time. Or they just had some eggs in their shawl. Yeah, that's true. That could have happened. Do you have eggy shawl? <laughs> Bring me eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a comment and Bring Katie we'll... the eggs. She's just we'll asked nicely. F- we'll fry them for breakfast. Ew, yeah, moth eggs. No, mm. comments. Um, oh. Yeah, so I think... <laughs> I think that's a much better explanation than Gael's <laughs> street lamp theory. Gael didn't... Fuck. <laughs> we have the brightest street lamps in all of France. <laughs> he was just like, I think they are attracted with... Uh, the street lamp. Our street lights are so bright that our neighbours in Asia are angry. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the weird, the weird thing though is, is that like, like why aren't they? Like, if they are stepping out of your house, why are your lights all like on that level that where your head is? Like, surely street lights are higher. It's mm. not a problem. Because that makes it sound like it's so dense with moss. <laughs> no, but in the video, you're filling the space. In the video, it's really quite dense. Like, it is quite dense. Have a look at the video. It's pretty, like, oh. But, yeah. Um, but, as I say, the great thing about this article is that it just rambles on. And it's hilarious. Um, it continues on. Uh, another another dude who is a professor of agriculture called Philip Callahan, who says, just, just quickly to finish off, um, he discovered that the infrared light emitted by a candle flame happens to contain a few 
of the same extract of the same frequencies of light given off by female moth hormones. Therefore, male moths could be attracted to candles as they are tricked into thinking the light is coming from a female sending out sex signals, which I think is hilarious. Sad, but hilarious. So when we turn on lights, we're sending out sex signals to moths. It's about like human beings attaching boobs to everything. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of is. Um, And just just to finish off on a nice positive note very, very quickly... um, (laughs) Again, this is with no introduction. The article moves on to this. Last year, a strange moth-worm hybrid insect was found in Australia and Indonesia, leaving people stumped as to what it was or could be. Footage of the strange insect filmed in Indonesia and uploaded to Facebook by a profile of the name of Gandik. (laughs) Okay. I want to have the worst (laughs) username I can find. (laughs) Has been viewed more than 44 million times. This is absolutely horrible, and it's literally a moth with like four worm tails, and it's real. It's a it's a real thing, and the article goes on to say that in some way this proves the whole pheromone theory because those worm tentacles—they're actually tentacles—are basically there to feel around for something related to pheromones. Um, yeah, and. Uh, so this is a beautiful article, which is obviously very concise. <laughs> That's just one article stuck on the end of another, not quite an it, article. It, it really is. It really is. It's just that you have a journalist who just wanted to talk about moths for ages, and he's like, That's I, where can I use my moth knowledge? No company will hire me, but this one will. No one fights like the moths, loves the light like the moths. No one leaves the streets covered in shite like the moths. That's how the next line goes. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the very conclusion of the article is, though we know where these moths have their intimidating hairy scent organs, okay, it has never been... I know been, where I have mine. <laughs> it has never been definitively proven as to why moths are attracted to artificial light. Though many theories are credible, none have been able to conclusively give a reason why, meaning the phrase, like a moth to a flame, remains one of life's mysteries. There we go. So, that was a great story. That was a really good story. Thank you very much. Wow, you've done a real good job. So, thank you, Kate. Sorry. So, I I shall tell the I shall tell the tale. I that's not a password. I shall weave you a narrative. I shall tell the final tale. And it starts like this. Can you handle the heat? Can you handle the heat? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. something has been occurring in 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 America. What's occurring? In, in Washington, in a place called Olympia National Park. I think I've heard of it. Yeah, it's, apparently it's a big park. There's trees and that. Have the gods schools. moved there from Olympus? Um, maybe they, they're there as well. They've they've taken up residence. There. Good. Uh, it's very very interesting. My story is titled "You've Got to Be Kidding Me," or it could also be titled "You've Got a Wee Problem," or it could also be titled "A Scapegoat." And I feel like those were all better written down. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. So, as you can 
probably tell. The story involves goats. <gasps> no. Shocking. Yeah, I know. It's pretty surprising. <laughs> So, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding oh. I'm kidding, because oh. baby goats, you know, it works on a few levels. <laughs> Michael, what's wrong? Uh. <laughs> Just carry on. Too much. Um, so basically, in this park, um, there's been... They tried to set it up, like, they tried to make a campsite so it was really, like, rustic and an authentic sort of countryside experience. Mm. So a few years back when they made this campsite that was in Olympia State Park, they decided, oh, there's goats that live in the surrounding, like, you know, hills and things like that. We'll get, we'll move a few of them down so they can, like, be in the pasture and so when people can camp, they'll be like, oh, look, there's... There's goats there. How authentic and rural and, and rustic and rustic and oh, it's horrible to think, isn't it, that people can move goats down a valley? Yeah, they're well, just like, no, come over here and and, and live here. Because the thing, there's one thing like tempting a couple of goats down, and it's never. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing. Yeah, I don't think you can <laughs> argue. Tempting them with what? What would they tempt them with? Uh, goaty, goaty, goat, goat, goat. <laughs> that what Hashem just said, really. <laughs> Um, you just go go to go to go to ASMR for someone, yeah, someone is calling my species name over and over I must go imagine human, that for like human. alien human 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 someone is calling my species name that's what I, I do exactly in a language that I speak <laughs> what would be go in go <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, yeah, but it's one thing to lure goats <laughs> down a hill. Uh, what a sentence. <laughs> and it's another thing to like kidnap them and then be like, ha ha, you live in this valley now. And also, <laughs> goats. I mean, I'm not sure it happened like kid- well, kidnapping. Uh, especially especially with guns. Goats. Like, I really yeah. disagree with that. And once the helicopter. When helicopters and drugs get involved as well, I'm like, I'm on the record. There's no, big, no big helicopter fan. Left. And then they brought them down the valley. And, you know, it was all a bit of a... Well, they, meth, they, they, they just have meth on them. Yeah. The they top. brought the meth yeah. to them to get them addicted and then they kept the meth down the valley so oh, the goats had to go down yeah. the valley that to get the meth. That is horrible. Meth, 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 meth. So that's not, that's not what happened. Everybody. I don't know the exact, you know, where they got the goats. Basically, they wanted the goats to be part we, of the camping but, experience. But we can speculate. Well, we can speculate. Yeah. All these things could have happened. Yeah. Probably likely or maybe unlikely. It's likely the goats are addicted to meth. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. We're a news podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the factual news, exactly the facts. Yeah. That's what you'll get here. Um, I mean, I don't, I've kind of forgotten some of the facts, but it's fine because I'll spin a yarn. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, so basically, the goats were all moved down. So, you know, it was all happy camping. People would go, they'd come out in their tent, oh, look, a goat's there. But there's recently been a problem. They've been eating the tents. Oh, Because well, goats eat anything, don't they? Well, not anything. Yeah. <laughs> that goat's eating plutonium. I think they might. I think they'd give it a go. That goat's eating another goat. <laughs> don't goats even try and eat metal sometimes? Like, don't they? I don't know where I've heard that. That's a very specific fact to know. You what, sorry? It's just a very specific fact for you to know. One time, I saw a goat you know, eating I reckon metal. goats probably wouldn't. I, I reckon goats probably wouldn't eat. You know, you've got like still water, and then you got fizzy water. Yeah. And everyone's like really unhappily surprised when they think they got still water, and then they drink fizzy yeah. water. Yeah. I reckon goats would also be like, nah, we're fizzy water. That's it. Uh, that's that's really good. That's really good. <laughs> well done, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's really really good. Um, <laughs> theory that you've got there. It's nothing to do with the story, but we'll, 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 we're, all, we're all glad from, he told Jesus. the world. I like sparkly we'll, we'll water. We'll pursue it from... Yeah. I, if I get fizzy water and it's... I think it's still... It's actually a nice surprise. Anyway. <laughs> Michael's world's broken. 
most people, you're right. Bags of goats without anyway, water. Anyway, so the goats, um, they might have, I think they have water, I don't know. At least that's good, not <laughs> yeah. just meth. But, you see, apparently the issue is that goats have some serious cravings. For they, meth. That, <laughs> it actually fits in quite well that we've said they're addicted to meth. But what do you think, not meth, but what do you think these cravings are oh. The goats are like becoming a nuisance? Human food. Not as in humans as food, but the food that humans bring. It's a good suggestion. Rustic moments. Rustic, they love a rustic. They, they're getting everyone's pictures. They're photo bombing. Yeah. Too much. I think it's entertainment at the campsite. Like, 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 like they would just keep on clapping for the encore whenever someone tries to walk off of the guitar. Clop, and clop, no clop, goes clop, just clop. bumping him back onto stage. Like, hey, more, Again. more, <laughs> one more Again. song, one more, more song. Yeah. yeah, and you don't want to take on an angry goat. Don't. And that's no. exactly the reason that they've become a nuisance. So basically, I mean, all of those things are correct and incorrect in equal proportion. Uh, they're not correct. Nice and diplomatic. D? D? Yeah, I mean, they could be true. I've not asked the goats what they're into. Um, but essentially mm. what has happened is goats have a craving for human urine and human sweat. What? Which is weird. I know, I don't understand what it is, but basically when... People come out of their tents and they might, like, you know, dig a little hole to have a wee in mm. that. Uh, the goats have been digging it up and just, you know, sapping up all that urine. Ah, oh, and goats! And going to people's tents when they're covered in sweat, like, all their clothes. Yeah. And just munching them up and, like, you know, getting into the <laughs> there. And apparently there's a scientific explanation for this. It's not just that they're freaky. They want the salt? It's the salt, yeah, you're oh. right. Yeah, the, the, the salt and the minerals that are in human urine and human sweat. That's crazy. The goats are, like, deprived of it so, and having their dinosaurs. Because they've been moved down into the valley. I think, oh. I think just always. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe I know we survive off human wee and human sweat these days, but we used to live in a valley filled with piss and sweat. <laughs> as far as the eye could see. There was fish trees and, and sweat legs. <laughs> That's, that's what goats know us as. And yeah. oh my god, it smelled awful. And it was called Piss Sweat Valley. It's, that sounds like an ITV show. They'd never Piss actually make it. Da, na, 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 na. That's just EastEnders, but it was no different. Piss Sweat Valley. Oh, next week on Piss Sweat Valley. Give me my piss and my sweat back, you crime man. It was just moss from the ITV. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, in order to they become a real nuisance, so obviously mm. there's young kids. I mean, I don't know if there's young kids, but there's you know lots of people that have been harmed oh by the goats God. because they are like addicted to this. They need these minerals. They're not going to die without them, but I think it's something that they ground, they know they need. Ground up, sweaty, pissy child. Yeah, they <laughs> it. Oh, it's their favourite. <laughs> 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 they want to like run, child, run. Give me that sweat. Oh my God, they. Probably diapers are probably like fucking gold mines yeah, for them. They, they, they are, that is disgusting. So, yeah, so they've become a real issue on the campsite. So basically what, what the um, volunteers have decided to do is to start a mass relocation process for the goats. Classic. It comes what comes around goes around, doesn't yeah. it? I guess you could say um, what you know, comes so they, around. <laughs> goats around. <laughs> I should have definitely that should have been my title. Um so basically on the trails and in the campsites and everywhere in the surrounding, you know, national park where the goats are, yeah. they've started doing um helicopter airlifts was right. with the goats. Ugh. But as in like they put the harness around the goat and then like <laughs> 
They don't get the, they don't get to go in the helicopter. They like oh. you know how to fly one of these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been returning them back to the like the surrounding hills. I think it's very, it's very inefficient. And they're like, they're, they're literally, there's photos and videos of the helicopters and then like, a big string, well, a big rope dangling down, and then just a girl Aww. in like a little harness, like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> No, 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 no. The girl's like, I've had, I've had too much piss this time. <laughs> it was Keep too much. String. That's much better. We've got, yeah. we've got this yarn. This is the thing. They just, um, they like, it's been such an elaborate operation. For mm. just, I mean, obviously, there's quite a few goats as well, so it's like sort of a one at a time deal. Um, so it's, it's just ridiculous, basically. And um, a lot of people have taken to Twitter to be like, what is going on? <laughs> I went for a nice camping holiday, walking through the woods, and uh, looked up and saw a gut <laughs> flying in the sky. <laughs> um, that kind of thing. People so, have very restrictive necks and they can't look up just a bit more <laughs> and see the helicopter. <laughs> so, so they just assume it's on a flying goat. It must be flying It's finally here. When goats fly. <laughs> it's finally here. <laughs> the Bible told me about this. <laughs> well, you know, Satan, goats. <laughs> the helicopters. The helicopters. <laughs> when Hayden, the Hayden. Oh, go- the goats are the bad ones, aren't they? Yeah, Sheep are the good are ones. Goats are the bad when ones. When the big war arrives. <laughs> <laughs> Sheep on your side. That's that's your next Avengers. That is. That's like um, <laughs> sheep cattle versus wars. Goats. <laughs> Avengers cattle wars, <laughs> and then they have to try and calm the cattle, get it back to its valley. If I get all six stones, I can control all the goats in the galaxy. <laughs> I like if he just clicks his fingers and all the humans disappear, and it's just left with cattle. It's like, this isn't what I planned, but I guess it fulfills the objective. I I suppose, strictly speaking, statistically, this was possible. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I did not plan for this. I'm going to wipe out half the creatures of the galaxy, and that might just leave sheep. (laughs) I would enjoy that. There's a lot of sheep in New Zealand, apparently, so, you know. (laughs) This summer, (laughs) it's up to the sheep to stop (laughs) venom. Yeah, so, so that, well, I mean, to be honest. Avengers War! <laughs> Avengers Cheap War! Third War! Um, I, so that's, that's my story. That's it. That's the end of it. Oh, well done. And, as we always do, let's vote. Oh, no, let's not. Let's recap the stories first. My story was uh, a psychopathic criminal who stole a woman, a dead woman's stingy medoodles. Mine was, um, Gilbert Police Department have old references to birds. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was... They're dated. (laughs) Moth cloud. Mine was, um, it wasn't about birds. Oh yeah, I just told it about goats. Goats. Sometimes flying. Flying goats. We're just going to claim George's story. (laughs) Mine was about some birds that have been drunk. My story is about goats who have been eating human urine and human sweat. Let's vote. Silly goat. Um, Oh, I've got some. Oh. Anyway, welcome back. (laughs) Results. This is the least energy I've ever seen you have. (laughs) Welcome back, Rizzles. Last one point. George. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. 
<laughs> exactly what I deserve. You only get parts of what you deserve. I'm sorry. <laughs> second and second. Three point and three point. Tasha and Mike. Oh. One place. <laughs> Five point. Okay. Well done, Katie. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Katie. That was a very, very good story. It's a very funny story. Oh, oh really? That's really good. Yeah, considering you didn't write anything down. Did I, did it all from my memory. You said, you said it's starting it. This will take night. one minute, is how you introduced <laughs> <laughs> This story yeah. will take and one minute. And I'll wing it. Yeah, I did. Uh, I dreamt it all. It's not even true. No, it is. It is true. It happened. I like that the first three minutes was basically just us talking about meth. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad you did that, guys. Really filled out the space there. Made it seem like, you know, short, sweet. It's, it's, just, the, it's just the truth. Uh, it's been a real roller coaster with you guys. It's been there. A pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Have you ever listened to a podcast where you just knew that everybody was holding their head in their hands? <laughs> I just knew when I listened to this. <laughs> Tell us what you think. I'm or don't. <laughs> it's fine. I just get, look. It's like go to sleep, everyone. <laughs> Stop listening. Go to sleep. 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 Sleep.